cadets and captains to M-Class Podcast, the internet's foremost Star Trek podcast where they talk about butts on it. I'm Jeff. Yeah, I'm Josh, and I have a wiener. (laughs) As far as you guys know, I have a wiener too. (laughs) Think about it. Joining us on this episode is a big question mark in the wiener box. It's Mr. Kevin Cole. Hi, I'm Kevin. I have a wiener too, guys. I just couldn't talk before. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Prove it. <laughs> Guys, I can't show my penis inspection day. <laughs> it's penis inspection day, everybody. Whip them out. Guys, everyone's going to see my wiener on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get used to it. Uh, whether you believe it or not, this is a Star Trek podcast. Uh, we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media every two weeks, pick it apart, and decide whether it's good or whether it gets that old Golden Razzie Award for <laughs> for J.J. Abrams-like to, content. Yeah, can we change it to uh, how many Kurtzmans it is? <laughs> Who's the real enemy of Star Trek now? Is it Abrams or is it Kurtzman? I, I mean, I'm going to say Abrams. He's like the emperor of all those guys, right? Like, he's like in charge of their, like, shittiness like he i don't know he's he's like the one who like brought them into hollywood how did and he like get gave in charge of hollywood how did he become huh? the hollywood man oh he's he's a son of a, a producer he's, he's like a privileged uh, silver spoon boy so i understand that's that's why he's got so much money and jobs because nepotism <laughs> Speaking of nepotism, we brought Mr. Kevin Cole on the show because he's a good friend of ours, but he's also uh, a great video gamesman. Oh, okay. (laughs) Son. (laughs) He's the Alexander Roshenko of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, The cousin Oliver of the podcast. Can I be be a cooler recurring character than than, uh, Alexander, please? Um, well, who's a cooler, who's a cooler You could be the character. Chief O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, you could be the Barkley. Bark- yeah, I mean, Barkley's, Barkley's not cool, right. but he is, I, I think he is more better than Alexander. Because when I see Barkley in an episode, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Barkley. This is going to be a weird one. Yeah. When I see Alexander. <laughs> but I'm Alexander. Like, yeah, Alexander's not Will Wheaton, though, so there's that. That's true. I'll take I'll take a million Alexander episodes over one Will Wheaton episode. That can't be our only metric for a non-obnoxious character, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, on this episode of M Class Podcast, we're going to be talking about TNG season six, episode eight, "A Fistful of Datas," as part of Pizza Man's Western Collection. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Put some sound effects in there. <laughs> See if I remember to do that. Uh, thank you to Pizza Man and to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash podcast for voting on this collection, which you can too if you give us a dollar. Yeah, it's only a dollar to vote. It's like America, but uh, more expensive. <laughs> it's like more America inclusive. after the inevitable collapse. Oh, <laughs> well, we're headed there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this episode was written by uh, Robert Hewitt Wolf, who, uh, this is literally the first thing he ever sold as a writer. That's huh. pretty good. All right. And it landed it landed him a role as an ongoing writer on Deep Space Nine, just from this episode. What did he write on Deep Space Nine? Uh, let me scroll down real quick. Uh, he wrote 37 episodes with Iris Stephen Bear. Whoa. Whew. 
That's a uh, lot. The Search Part One and Two. Uh, uh-huh. That's the that's the one where the Defiant shows up. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, he he wrote Trials and Tribulations. He wrote oh, fucking. No, he didn't. He wrote thirty-seven fucking episodes of this show, mostly with other people, especially Iris Stephen Bear. And Wait, this guy's name is Wolf. Yeah. And, and Iris Stevens' name is Bear. Yeah. The Bear and Wolf team. Everybody knows Bear Bear Wolf. Can we call him Bear Wolf? The Wolf Bear. The Wolf Bear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Iris, the wolf bear is notable because after they left Deep Space Nine, they developed the series Andromeda. Right, and uh, they both quit in the at the beginning of season two because they fucking hated Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, because Kevin Sorbo is fucking insane. Uh, he's probably Sor- talking about Jesus flying to Mars or whatever. He's like crazy, <laughs> or whatever. Kevin Sorbo wanted the show to be all about his character, and they wanted to do episodes about other characters. He did yeah, not like a like, like a show, yeah. <laughs> like a TV show. Um, they they wrote episodes of the the late the second Twilight Zone or the third Twilight Zone. Oh God, how many have there been? Jesus. They wrote episodes of the Dead Zone, and most recently episodes of the Forty Four Hundred. And, uh, I never watched that. Uh, uh, elementary, the one where Lucy Liu is Watson, I think. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, she, no, yeah. she's Sherlock. Cornclog and Port 7. <laughs> Lucy Liu bot. <laughs> uh, I, too, have seen Futurama. Um, <laughs> and this episode was directed by uh, some guy named Patrick Stewart. Anyway, um, oh, is he good at stuff? I think he's he's like a Shakespearean guy or something. I don't know how he became a director. How does that work? How does that work with Star Trek? Weird. Uh, Seems like it wouldn't. This episode is all about the wild and woolly west. Tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. Kevin's throwing in tumbleweed sound effects. I don't know what a tumble. Can you do like a tumbleweed for me? No, tum- me a- no tumbleweed is just yelling the word tumbleweed. <laughs> also, it's like a Pokemon. Yeah, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. <laughs> if you go there, guys, you'll hear you'll hear them. They're just shouting to the word tumbleweed all the fucking time. I thought they were the silent the silent killer tumbleweeds. Uh, I wanted I wanted to specifically point out that the story of this episode is by Robert Hewitt Wolf, but the teleplay is by him and Brandon Braga. And oh, there is not a even a giant in this episode. Oh, there is a, a <laughs> prostitute, yeah. A sexy a sexy eighteen hundreds leg we get to see. Yeah. Scandalous. With gussied up with a girdle. It's all gussied up. What's his thing I just again? Wanted... Is it giant women or something? Yeah, it's giant yeah, he women. likes giant. He likes giants. Although yeah. he is just a general sex pervert as well. That, well. That dude's on, like, our sex comics going nuts right now. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he follows me from uh, M-Class episode to M-Class episode. Because I feel like we talk about him almost every time <laughs> I'm on. Yeah, he's like... I mean, this is like the point when he's like really involved, right? Yeah, like he's like a, the executive like writing yeah. room guy at this point on the show. He's, he's sexually harassing everybody in the writing room right now. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's 1992. I guess this is okay." <laughs> we're like, mm, thirty more years of this, and that's it. <laughs> and then we're gonna call. Then we're gonna really make a difference. 
Yeah, Brandon Braga like just ended his career at the exact right time to just dodge all that shit. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Fucking, we'll get him. We'll get nice. him one day. <laughs> Next guy, Brandon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We <laughs> and then they, got one. They find him um, like Saddam Hussein, but instead of hiding episode. in a hole, he's hiding in a giant vagina. <laughs> That's a topical reference. Remember Saddam Hussein? He wishes. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was hiding in a giant vagina, right? Yeah, in the ground. A ground vagina. Oh, called a hole. at the bottom of the vagina. Or maybe it's the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode begins with Captain Picard uh, playing a prop that we'll all recognize from a great episode. I love it. I love this. This is great. This is such a cool like slice of Star Trek. Like Kevin, you like slice of life, right? Yeah, I thought I love this the, is... the elements of this uh, episode that are all just people have a day off. Like that's my like pie yeah. day is my favorite fucking uh, yeah pie day. Yeah. yeah, everybody just makes pies all day. Whatever. Like it's that episode. Yeah, Everyone's fuck chilling. it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everybody Picard's has their the own thing. Yeah, Picard's playing the flute from Inner Light, which is cool because he can play the flute now. Yeah, he's, he's been a life and he's like recording. He's got like a record contract. He's <laughs> recording in in house in his own room. He's just hitting, kicking the jams out, playing fucking whatever the fuck. It, in the it's future, a good bit. In the future, you can just record yourself playing the flute and then listen to it in your space rocking chair later, and no one thinks that's a really, like, narcissistic or weird thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, well, like, I guess, like, the sensors would pick up the sound perfectly, right? Like, it's, like, beyond (laughs) digital. Like, it's not even digital, it's, like, perfect digital. It's like, like the sensors are like part of the the entire concerto. You're there. You're yeah. part of it. Yeah, you're just yeah. It's it's like fucking amazing. Like you don't even have to like mic it up because the sound just like gets recorded <laughs> through the computer. Fucking what what is this space? What is this Star Trek? <laughs> oh, it is. It's it's, it's a good like it's a good how, bit. It's sort of like how we all listen to our podcasts once we record them and edit them. Like we just listen to. Yeah, them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of course. Every, that's course. exactly what I do. I definitely. I, mean, I listen. listen to this. I only listen to my parts, though. I fast forward <laughs> to everybody else's. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> makes sense. I do the same, but for also you, I don't listen to me. <laughs> it, it is a good bit at the beginning of this episode, though, where yeah. he's trying to record himself playing this flute, and people continually knock on his door over and over again. The best one is Crusher when she's like, uh, I want you to be in my play. And he's like, well, I'm not much of an actor. <laughs> Which is like a good w- wink and nod, right? And then he, and then she's like, well, you won't be playing the lead. And he's like, oh. He's like disappointed. <laughs> and she's like, you'll be he's the like butler. He's like a little offended, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah. oh? <laughs> Which is like a great simultaneous, like, view into, like, how funny Patrick Stewart is, but also, like, Captain Picard is like a... Like he he's got to win. He's competitive, right? He he wants to be the lead, even though like he doesn't really want to do it. Yeah. But he but if he's gonna do it, he's gonna be the lead, right? <laughs> it's the whole episode is very funny. Like yeah, Robert yeah. Hewitt Wolf got this job because he was fucking really funny. Um, uh, like wolf bear, <laughs> the wolf bear. 
Like, Data and Jordy want to do a, like, they want to link in Data's brain to the operating systems of the ship, which is like... That sounds like a great idea. You don't understand how it works. How are you going to do this? It's like taking a computer you found on a sidewalk and being like, I'm going to hook it up to my local area network and see what happens. And like, (laughs) what's on this? I don't know. Like, nobody knows how Data's brain works, right? Like, it's, like, fucking super sophisticated. (laughs) Obviously, nothing bad will happen when they do this. And Picard's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Get out of my room. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking doing shit. I'm trying to jerk off. I mean, play flute. There's a really fucking great moment where he's like, they're like, yeah, uh, we're going to also do this and that. And he's like, yeah, I get the fucking idea, Jordy. (laughs) Yeah. I'll read the report. I I feel like that is... That part resonated with me, everyone interrupting Picard, because, like, I, yeah. it's quarantine times, and uh, everyone in my house seems uh, to want to bother me whenever I'm trying to do shit right now. So it's Oh, like, yeah, no, uh, yeah. It's like, the idea is you have a lot of free time, because, like, whenever your plans were delayed, or, like, there's a quarantine or some shit... But in reality, it's like, hey, can we have permission to connect the robot's brain to the ship? We're <laughs> Sure. Hey, hey Space Dad, uh, <laughs> we thought maybe we would connect data up to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I don't care. Fucking leave me alone. Yeah, I'm on exactly. a Zoom call here. Hey, sp- hey Space Dad, we want to try and hook up our Game Boy to our Super <laughs> Nintendo? He's like, all he's like, that, all he's that like whatever, I don't know what any of that means, just do it. <laughs> but uh, Worf shows up and he's like, hey, I want to do security drills. And Picard's like, it's your day off, dude, what yeah, are you doing? He, and he's, yeah, like, he's oh, like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do maintenance checks. Yeah, give me something to do, please. Yeah, yeah. I love this. I love that he's just like, oh, God. He's just trying to find any excuse not to hang out with his own son. Yeah, because he's the dad. He's the best dad. He's the dad of the year. Dude, I get it. If my kid was Alexander, I'd be making excuses, too. The kid's born I'd be like, don't you have, like, a mud bath, a weird mud bath to go take with Loxana? <laughs> Remember when he did that? Remember when he was just, like, in the mud bath with her? Like, what is that about? Yeah, that's not a place you bring a small child. I don't know. No, it's like an Asian bathhouse, dude. Like, that's not... Worf Worf goes back to his quarters. Picard finally gets to do his recording. And Alexander's like, what did he say? What did he say? Worf collapses, defeated, broken, into a chair and says, I guess I have to spend time with my son. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, dads. <laughs> and, and then the little, oh, please. Alexander puts his puts a cowboy hat on his head and says, saddle up, father. <laughs> uh, my fun fact was that this kid, uh, whose name I have right here, uh, I did. Uh, Brian bon- Bonzel? He was the kid. He's the cousin Oliver, much like Kevin is the cousin Oliver on this show. <laughs> he's the he's the cousin Oliver from Family Ties, and I never realized that till now. Oh yeah, because Family Ties is not a good show. No, why would you watch about that? It. <laughs> uh, this every Alexander has uh, one no acting skills whatsoever. But for two, something that sets them apart from the other Alexanders that lets you know this is not the same fucking kid. (laughs) And this one is Alexander is. This one's the fact that he sounds like a robot child. He should be playing Data (laughs) Junior. He's a terrible actor. 
At this point, he's 10 years old, 11. He's born in 81. This kid is like perpetually like six months old in my brain. Yeah, well, he, he jumps. Yeah. Until, yeah. until D Space Nine when he's 37 years old. Yeah, here's the thing is like, timeline-wise, somebody figured this out in the Discord, which you can become a member of at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Uh, nice. Somebody figured this right. out that in Deep Space Nine, Alexander is 14 years old. Or he's 13, yeah. I think. He's 13 years old in Deep Space Nine where he looks like a grown adult man. If you well, remember, there's a story... <laughs> yeah, if you remember, there's a story where Worf played soccer as a 13-year-old and killed yeah. a child when he had He broke his him. neck. Yeah. He, oh, that's right, uh, it's like because he was a grown head. adult man at the time. Because yeah. <laughs> Klingons are like crazy strong. Yeah, once they get that second yeah. dick, it's all downhill. <laughs> once puberty hits and that second dick grows out of them. There's, oh, yeah, there's a out. great moment that shows how strong Worf is in this episode where a guy picks up a chair and a different Worf is standing there and he gets hit with it and it doesn't hurt him. Yeah. And then, then the, the camera Dorn. changes and the real Worf is right where he was standing. <laughs> it's like that shot from Wet Hot American Summer when that guy's driving the motorcycle and it's clearly not him and then it cuts back and he's like, damn it. Yeah, Michael Doran clearly had a no hitting me with chairs clause in his contract. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's like not the same height or build. Has nothing in common with him in the face. It's hilarious. <laughs> he looks He's like more like drunk a... in the fucking laundry, and he gets hit with a chair. <laughs> uh, it's probably the actor who um, played Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the whole the whole crux of the episode is that Alexander wants to do a Wild West holodeck program. Uh, it's set in the town of yeah. Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Which is that the name of the town? Yeah, Deadwood, Dead- South Dakota. Uh, is that where Deadwood the show is? Made? Yeah, is that? Mm-hmm. I never watched Deadwood. It's I don't where know. Um, Wild Bill Hickok gets shot to death and dies in real life. Oh, uh, Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, Hickok. Uh, <laughs> no. <man. laughs> I know my Western legends. Buff, is it Wild? Yeah, it's Wild Bill because he's he's in the first season of Deadwood, and they keep teasing you about how he's gonna get shot to death. People keep pulling guns on him, and then they're like, "Ah, it's not this one." Spoilers. I know that Deadwood. They're all dead anyway, though, right? Uh, damn spoilers. I haven't watched it past the like episode seven or eight. I got really tired of like. I don't know. We're in a period of time where, like, I don't really want to watch a bunch of racism and something. Like, I get it's accurate, yeah, I but I don't yeah, really I feel it right now. <laughs> yeah, I hear, I hear you. Uh, so I didn't watch it. But um, they're in the ancient West, and Worf is uh, like, what is our purpose here? And he's like, oh, you're the sheriff, and Worf gets an instant two boners. Boring, <laughs> boring. He's... <laughs> Um, meanwhile, uh-huh. Jordy and Data are in engineering trying to get their Game Boy Link cables working. <laughs> they, they're hooking up a red and a blue, and they need to trade a Kangasaur for a Scyther. Somebody doesn't have a Scyther. Data Damn, takes good time memory. Out of his, Data takes time out of his day to diss Jordy about his beard. <laughs> Which is oh yeah. yeah yeah he's like oh, are you trying to grow a beard again? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this the next Jordy episode when he's got nice the beard? 
Yeah, I think so. I think it's the beards are affectations. Yeah, and he's like, are you going to keep your beard, you fucking slut? I think Worf says Uh, that to him. Which I think... Was Kevin on that episode with us when we did that episode, or did we do that episode? He might have been. I I don't know. uh, I don't remember anything. I don't fucking remember no more. I'm, I'm too old. I don't remember. (laughs) <laughs> Quarantine's been on for five years. I have no memory before any of this. Dude, what? What are dates? <laughs> what are dates? Um, Nothing. They're they mean they're meaningless. Not everything's meaningless. Basically, this scene exists to show us that Data has been hooked into the main computer, and that Data and Jordy are best friends for life. Oh, is this when he does the cool with the tricorder holster? Nah, he like that's does a little later. Flip. That's later? Yeah. yeah. We have to see a really oh. fucking lame gun spin before we can see Data's actually pretty good gun spin. He does that cool card trick later, too, which is dope. Uh, yeah, Data's great. We all love him anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous of Data or anything. Damn, um, this guy loves Data so much he hates him. I do love Data. Um, <laughs> Worf and Alexander back in the holodeck program uh, see a prostitute... Yeah, uh, uh, Worf is like and she's like, hey, you, big boy. <laughs> Worf is like, you programmed this, and he's like, I had some help from Mister Barclay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Worf's like, we're gonna have to have a talk with Mister Barclay. <laughs> Dude, Barclay's just going into the fucking wild west and just porking prostitutes. He's just like, like fuck it. Out of all the places to be like getting that it on right that would not be the one i would go to not by any i wouldn't i would avoid that era also you go into the holodeck and get a prostitute it's right, the holodeck just, just make whatever make a fucking like like weird science the shit out of a of a of a hologram to fuck like like what are you doing i guess that's pretty fitting for barkley right like he wouldn't have the self confidence to think that he could yeah. get a real lady in the holodeck <laughs> maybe it's a kink maybe he likes paying for it maybe oh, it gives gross. him a, a satisfaction of some kind gross yeah this know. all tracks this all tracks is what i know about barkley <laughs> yeah that barkley's kind of like skeevy enough to like it's like true. paying for it right <laughs> He's probably super into feet. Yep. He probably likes some weird shit that we don't even know about yet because we don't have, like, aliens yet. It's true. He's probably into some wild-ass Brandon Braga shit. <laughs> He's probably into black tar monsters. Oh, no. That's Dude. his real thing. He's like, oh, man, I'm sad I wasn't here when Armas happened. How hard did he slap Tasha Yar? <laughs> he's, he's like... Uh, let me show you my white tar monster. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grossest thing I ever said on this show. Um, back in the saloon, there's a there's a guy on a wanted poster who's shooting his poster because they quote didn't draw him ugly enough. Oh yeah, because bad guys love being uggos. Yeah. And then uh, a horrible Mexican stereotype laughs yes. loudly and drinks. <laughs> Yep, yep, and he has a bunch of cocktail wieners on his chest for some reason. <laughs> I think those are bullets? No, wait. <laughs> Does he have, like, a necklace? I don't remember No, he this. has a bandolier of, that, of shotgun shells, but when I first saw him, I was like, is he wearing a bunch of hot dogs? <laughs> That's actually fucking hilarious. That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> Holy Man. shit. I'm going to have to keep that, that in mind for Inksburg at some point. Yeah, that's like a really dogs. good bit. That's a fucking brilliant bit. In case he gets snacky. 
Worf and Alexander come in, and Alexander's really excited because he's like, oh, that's the bad guy, the roughest, toughest, doggone, dustinest bad guy this side of the Rio Grande. <laughs> the rootin' tootin'est, he's all, like, fucking Western lingo in it up over here. If I was Worf, I'd be like, where'd you learn to talk like a nerd like this? <laughs> Who taught you this? He uh, <laughs> And he tells Worf, like, your job is to bring him in to... Uh, apprehend him and worse like well I got this shit and there's a really hilarious Fuck. scene where the guy gets up getting ready for a gunfight and Worf just s- jams his fucking nose bone yeah, up into his brain just kills him just, in- just immediately kills the guy <laughs> dead he's fucking dead and everybody in the bar is like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they're like Jesus <laughs> Alex- that two-dicked varmint just killed that feller. <laughs> Alexander. Also, also, sombrero guy's shotgun makes like a pump-action sound when he pulls it out, even though it's a, <laughs> it's a video game. They're in a video game, literally. <laughs> They're in GTA. <laughs> it's so the audience knows it's a shotgun, Kevin. It's so, it's so that he knows he reloaded. He reloaded. You're good. You got six more shots. The gun just makes its Pokemon sound. And then, uh... <laughs> That's the gun Pokemon sound. Yeah. Uh, Alexander freezes the holodeck program. And he's like, no, you're not supposed to do it that way. Making him the world's f- latest backseat gamer. Far into the far-flung yeah, future. Yeah, he's backseat holodecking, yeah. Worf just wants to go. He's like, let's. I, I don't care. Worf's right? like, he's I like, killed him. What do I need to do yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> justice has been served. I murdered. Him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cling on justice. So he turns the he turns the holodeck program to level four, which is apparently a real high difficulty. It's harder. Yeah. I, it's and higher than one. They they come back into the saloon, and uh, I'm guessing for time padded for time. Yeah, they show the scene uh, they sh- again. They show the entire scene again from the beginning at the same speed. Uh, yeah, now they would probably c- cut that a little better, right? Like, now it would just... Like, like they do the whole shooting scene. Now they would just have it at the guy laughing or something, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hot Dog Bandolier would just laugh. But Hot Dog Bandolier. <laughs> that's his name. I don't know what his name is. What I would do is I would do the same scene again, same lines, but everyone is angrier, just, like, shouting their lines. Yeah. Like, veins pulsing out yeah. their necks, slamming on the table, like, they're fucking yeah. like, high as shit on cocaine. But Yeah, one of them's doing, like, a rail, just off of the table, just a rail of coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, just, uh. like, they're already fucking uh, wilding out before Worf even gets <laughs> Yeah, they're at level four, man. Yeah, they're taking laudanum. They're like, I fucking love laudanum. <laughs> fucking laudanum's good for you. We'll never know different. You have a slight, you have a slight cough. Take some heroin. Um, so Worf walks up to the bad guy again, the criminal. I guess his name is Hollander, and he tells him he's under arrest. And Hollander does the same thing he did before, but Worf doesn't kill him instantly for no reason. Like, yeah, I guess. He made it difficult, more, more difficult, and Worf decides to make it more difficult also. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, and everybody pulls a gun on Worf while this guy gets whiskey, and he's like, sorry, Sheriff, did your mother fuck an armadillo? <laughs> yeah, it's like super racist, which is like weird. <laughs> like, How do they know well, he's a Klingon? Yeah, like, why would the holograms know or care? 
Maybe level four is the racist level. <laughs> As the difficulty goes up, so does yeah, the level. hurtful comments. So <laughs> Some scars you can't see. It's true. Uh, like really one want, of the I really guys that's to just run out crying after hearing that, like <laughs> just wasn't ready for this today. <laughs> Does Warp even know what an armadillo is? I mean, no, I guess probably so, right? not. But like, he grew up in Russia. He doesn't know what a yeah, fucking armadillo he, yeah. is. Why would he know what an armadillo is? <laughs> but uh, one of what are you, an Ankylosaurus, the dinosaur that lived in the Triassic period. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> One of Hollander's guys hits him with a fucking chair, or hits some guy with a chair anyway. <laughs> Not Worf, and, but Worf. <laughs> and then Worf knocks him out and then attacks the other guy, but uh-huh. when he turns back around, Hollander has a gun pointed at him. Yeah, because guns are a thing. But there is there is holiday. a great moment when Worf looks at Alexander and he's like, I'm beginning to understand the appeal. Yeah, because he likes the violence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's not, he's not fighting Skeletor, but it's, it's, it's sort of the same, same concept, right? God, that's so cool that he gets to fight Skeletor. Um, <laughs> I just picture Worf the first day he's programming that. He's like, the, the computer's like, what would you like, Worf, Lieutenant Worf? And he's like, Skeletor! <laughs> Bring me Skeletor. 75 Skeletors! Um, basically, Hollander is about to kill Worf, but he gets his hat shot off. And the camera pans around, and D- Counselor Deanna Troy is there looking uh, the hottest she will ever look in the yep. series. Yeah, she's super attractive in this, uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why. She's so hot. I also like when she... It's like she an does. attitude and an outfit kind of thing. It's, it all yeah. works. What are you saying, Kevin? She's so hot, she doesn't do anything for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> She, well, she crashes their like party, which is like, what? Who invited you? <laughs> who the fuck invited the counselor? Now I got to do counseling while we're in here. Ugh. She does go Great. full counselor at several points with Worf as well. Yeah, because I guess because he's like hanging out with Alexander and what, and he's a terrible father. Maybe she thinks she needs to supervise him. He's just like right. maybe. I mean. She also smokes a fucking bat, like, right in the middle of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. She smokes a big old blunt, man. This thing's like a like a, like a, a fucking black and mild. She's, she smokes a cigarello in the middle of it. She, like, bites it like fucking yeah. Clint Eastwood. Uh, which is, like, is that a hollow cigarello, or is she really smoking that? I guess it's real, but it's probably, like, not bad yeah right? I mean, like it's probably a real prop we've talked about this before where like, like Westworld, in the where far they have like, future yeah. they for sure have like cigarettes and cigars and shit that you can smoke right. that don't harm you in any way even if it did they could just fix it right like like maybe they maybe they are bad for you still like maybe cigars are bad but like what's it it's not gonna kill you because like it's the future they just give you new cells <laughs> here's some fucking lungs Put right your new lungs who cares in. Yeah, well, they, drink this like anti-cigarette juice. It'll like fix your lungs. They had <laughs> they had fucking pills back in like Bones' time. Yeah, that you took regrew they regrew kidneys. your kidneys. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, you can regrow a kidney. You can regrow a lung. Yeah. Um, back in engineering, Data is connected to the computer, and they have like a fun little conversation. But yeah. when uh, they unhook him, he he f- does the spin with his tricorder that yeah. Hollander in the holodeck just did with his gun, except back. So the audience knows something's not right. Something's but, not going well here. 
I, I just want to point out again that Hollander's spin is the lamest gun spin I've ever seen. <laughs> anything. It really it's, is. It's Kevin's so, really mad. It's so slow. It's so slow and careful. He's like, whoa, I hope this gun doesn't go off while I twirl it slowly around my finger. And then he, like, <laughs> misses the, he misses the holster at first, and he, like, that... How many takes did they do, and how bad did the other ones? <laughs> he probably was terrible at it. Probably. He probably was just bad. I didn't know. And I they was, were like, "Fine." I didn't know I was doing a podcast with Revolver Ocelot in here, like fucking critiquing <laughs> the spinning. Buffalo Kevin over here is like, "That's terrible. You terrible shot." It was bad. It was. It was bad. You're correct. You are correct. Kevin's- Kevin's fucking, uh, what's his name from True Grit? Fucking. <laughs> Rooster Cogburn. Rooster Cog. Kevin Cogburn over here. Rooster Kevin. Rooster ah. Kevin. I can hit a that side 50 yards. <laughs> Darn tooting. <laughs> Darn tooting, my friend. Darn tooting. Fuck you, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a Kevin original saying that he says all the time, though. That, yeah, I at least from Massachusetts. Everyone from Massachusetts says that. Y'all. Fuck you, Matt Damon. Fuck you, Matt Damon. <laughs> but they say it like the West, which is even weirder, because, like, why? It comes up a lot. He's like he's like our raccoon around here. Like, he's in all of our garbage all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's in your garbage. Are there any acting roles in here? Are there any acting roles in here? Get out of here, Matt Damon. <laughs> Get out of here, you varmint. Fuck you, Matt Damon. That's my walk-on role. <laughs> <laughs> you stealing my social security number again, Matt Damon? Uh, I think should have shredded those credit card bills. <laughs> I think that's as good a time as any to take a break. Uh, we will be right back after these messages from Dear God. I hope our sponsors. <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Data's memory malfunction turns a Wild West fantasy into a real live shootout. My God, you've been shot! Now, with only primitive defenses, can Worf stop a gang of murderous outlaws? Where have they taken my son? And with no escape, can he survive a violent showdown? There's a gunfighter out there who has the speed and accuracy of an android. On Star Trek The Next Generation. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, you're a patron of ours now. I don't care if the commercial was for that or not. Uh, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It won't it be. Wouldn't. It's not. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, I would like to uh, go ahead and tell everybody that we are having just unbelievable audio issues and connectivity issues. So if the episode yeah. sounds a little off, we, we apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, everyone is on the internet because there's nothing else to do. So. Yeah. That might that might be it. And the Kevin simul- simulation you guys got that's uh, that you're running for me. It's it's not holding up. Like everyone can tell, it's not. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're a fucking hologram right now. You're like beep, boop, beep, beep. Yeah. Fucking, you're our only hope, Kevin Cole. But that's pretty well, normal. Well, this is that's just the free version of of the Kevin simulation. If you'd like to register me, or maybe like put a few. Oh, dollars. we have to. I'm register not paying you. nine dollars for that shit. You're like fucking WinZip <laughs> yeah. over here. I'm not paying for you. Shit. I like to think of myself more like Snood. You know, Snood. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know Snood. You know? 
Let me tell you about Snood. What a reference. Let me Uh, tell you about dating a girl who played Snood. (laughs) At college in 2003. Wow. Did she make you wear the, the Snood guy face or whatever like the blue snood guy face. <laughs> no she just played snood that's the end of the story oh, it just was, was good non-stop just non-stop snood Dude, it was the summer of so, snood baby i think she had a compact i think that the computer that was like kind of looked like an imac right but it wasn't the, it was a compact like made like the purple and blue cases that was the computer. Okay, Google.com. <laughs> 128 megabytes RAM, probably. 128 RAM. Yeah, sounds... This is fucking Peggle. What is this? It's it's fucking terrible. It's, it was so shitty. It was so buggy. It was the worst game ever made. It's like legitimately the worst game ever made. It's so, terrible. Uh, they capture Hollander, and they put him in, a, <laughs> in the sheriff's jail in the cell, and... Uh, He's like, I'm not gonna be here for long, Worf and Alexander, and uh, when, Deputy uh, Worf. Well, he sounds like when my Paul hears about this, he'll get me out of here. He's the he's the guy from uh, the animated Robin Hood, the fucking oh yeah. do, 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 that guy, the fucking the sheriff, oh. sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, yeah. okay. Is he the yeah the Pikachu dance guy? Yeah. He's a, the sheriff and out of here who's fucking, who's fucking like, I tell you what, Robin oh, yeah. Hood. That guy's in Back to the Future 3 as, like, that guy. <laughs> he just does that voice. He was on fucking Green Acres. That's his actual voice. Oh, my God. I, it's so annoying. Uh, it's like the but, snoot of voices. Tra- <laughs> War- Worf is like... Uh, we're, we'll be here to stop him or whatever. And Troy's like, "Well, hold on, there, partner. I'll only be here for a price." And Worf is like, "Counselor Troy, I would really appreciate some support on this." Yeah, he's like trying to get out of this, right? And she's like, "Mo, I'm not Counselor Troy. I'm Durango." And he's like, "Well, Durango. Counselor Durango, then." Counselor Durango is really funny. God. Durango is just the silliest combination of syllables I think they could have given to Troy. <laughs> why is she from Australia? Like fucking, I don't understand why she's called Durango. Doug. Durango Doug. Durango Doug. The whip crack. He's yeah. the meanest, the rustiest, and all around dustiest. Durango. Oh my god. Durango Doug. You fucking know this song. I fucking man. love it. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she puts she has she puts her feet up on a desk and lights her cigarillo, and she's like, "I'm not your deputy, bitch." Yeah, direct line. <laughs> Which is crazy that she says. That. And everybody in the audience instantly gets a boner or a girl boner. A groaner. A groaner. <laughs> boner or a groaner. Uh, that's a good pitch at her digit re- like replacement. Is it a boner or is it a groaner? Oh uh, yeah. Um, but Worf's like, would you consider becoming an honorary deputy? And she's like, yeah, for five hundred dollars. <laughs> Just like five hundred dollars in like eighteen seventy is like so much money. Thirty-seven thousand dollars. Like, Worf's what? just like, yeah, go to the bank and make a withdrawal. Because <laughs> yeah. like he has no concept of like how money works, right? Like, where do you get money? Oh, a bank. You just go and ask for it, and they'll just give it to you. 
Yeah. Just go get some money. But uh, the owner of the saloon comes in, this like saloon woman. Annie. Yeah, Annie. Mm-hmm. And Worf is like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> and she's like, you're so brave, Sheriff. I made you dinner tonight with special beeswax candles. <laughs> what? Yeah. Worf, Worf smiles real big like, oh, I'm going to get fucks? Cool. <laughs> but then Troy's like, mm, remember, you can't do that. Right. Can't fucks in this child's game. Yeah, she gets, uh, Annie gets mad, slaps him in the face, thinking that he's been down at the fucking house of pleasure on the corner. Yeah, the house of ill repute. And she just leaves and slams the door. And the the guy in the jail cell is like, "You have such a way with women." <laughs> hey, 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 hey! That's how real Southerners laugh. Hey, hey, hey! I'm laughing because the South shall rise again. He's ham boning lightly as he laughs, just a little <laughs> ham boning. <laughs> Dude, he's getting ready to cram bone. Fucking. <laughs> Uh, back in back in the real world, yes. the the quote unquote real world, yeah. we don't know, man. It could be a simulation. Rob, all that's fake, dude. Uh, Picard is listening to his own musical performance <laughs> because he is he is not vain in any way, shape, or form. No. no. And it starts playing a different song, and Picard's like, "What the fuck, computer? What is this?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's, it's playing like dun 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 dun." What is that? F Troop. <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Your fucking F Troop references. <laughs> you guys didn't have Nick at night? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's playing Beverly Hills Cop. He's like, I don't remember recording this, but it's fucking awesome. This is the greatest song ever made. <laughs> Why isn't this the Federation national anthem? Get me the admiral on that. I wish line. I had a cool theme song like Axel Foley has. Why not me? It's what Picard said. You could. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Picard. <laughs> um. But like he's, it says that it's is it is his song, and he's like, well, no, it fucking isn't. And then it yeah, cuts and like to- computer problems in this time are like unheard of, so they're probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> computer problems that don't involve like holograms coming to life and taking your ship ransom are like this, this don't usually sort of like- happen. Yeah, this is sort of like the inverse of that. Like the hologram doesn't come to life, but data becomes a hologram. Yeah. So. It- they really flipped the script on this one. I don't think. Oh, I want I don't think in six seasons Picard has ever been minorly inconvenienced like this. So it's it's like a. It's true. <laughs> it's like what is this? It's like a big inconvenience but smaller. <laughs> He's like, this is worse than when I got assimilated. At least then I could like understand how the computer worked, but now I don't get it. So I want to take a tangent okay, here. Okay. Um. Fuck yeah. uh, many people know that I, I just finished very recently watching through Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, many people might know that Josh and I both follow Swear Trek on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Picard makes Swear Trek like obsolete. Because the whole yeah. joke is, isn't it funny that these Starfleet guys are saying like right. fucking shit and titties and everything? Right, but in start in Picard, they're saying fuck. Yeah, they say there's like an admiral who's like a legit potty mouth. Like she says fuck like every other word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's the coolest admiral. But 
She's actually no, like a huge asshole. Uh, was it Bacheyev? No, no, not really. You sort of understand because Picard shows up and he's like, I'm Admiral Picard and I get whatever I want because I'm the greatest. Yeah, and she's like, slow your roll, Grandpa. She's like, the fucking hubris on your fucking tiny old dick. And I was like, wow. <laughs> your one dicked body. Listen, I'm just glad the like, series, holy shit. I'm just glad the series grew up with us, you know? Like, we don't want to return to it. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to return to a thing that was good. Let's make yeah, it worse. Let's make it bad. I, I, I like that. It, yeah. I like that it grew up with us. Like now, it's just as awful as we are. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, the world is terrible, and so is my favorite thing. Yay! Oh god. Uh, but I, I just feel like it makes swear trek like obsolete. The joke yeah, doesn't really yeah. work anymore. The joke is that like they say ridiculous shit, and like if if your admirals are saying motherfucker, like yeah. it takes the edge off of how like I guess you just can't use. Picard for swear track. Why? Which? Why would you use it? They for have anything? used it though. Is the thing. Oh, they have. I haven't seen one of them. But oh well. <laughs> oh well. Everything's bad. Oh well. The thing I love has been tainted yet again. Oh well. Yet again. Yep. Um. Yep. Jeff, at the Jeff at the same time. Swear from now on. Jeff, yeah. Fuck <laughs> swearing. Suck my dick. Um, Suck my fucking dick. Star Trek. At the, I just find it weird that, like, I don't know, like, ten years ago, like, Jordy LaForge didn't know what take a leak means, but this fucking yeah. Admiral is like, fuck you, Picard, you bitch. Yeah, she's like, piss in my mouth, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordy didn't know what a golden shower was? Come on. Yeah, come on now. That was a fun episode. Maybe Jordy, Jordy and Barkley, and I guess Riker was there, so that kind of fucks it up, too. Like, Riker would know what take a leak means, if anybody Yeah, would. probably. I, but think about, like, how specific of a time period you would need to know about. Because, like, I don't say take a leak. Yeah. Like, who yeah. said... Like, that? that's something like 1970 to 1990. Yeah, like, my, my, take my a dad and his era yeah. said take a leak. It's like a boomer <laughs> thing, say so take a leak. I don't say... I, I say I gotta fucking piss, or, like, I gotta, like, take a wicked piss yeah, or something, Yeah, gotta right? take a like, wicked piss at. Now everyone, everyone gotta, says I'm seeing yellow, I gotta go blast piss. Like, that's just what everyone says. Yeah, yeah blast piss. <laughs> I gotta go take whiz the whiz of a thousand dicks. I yeah. gotta go fucking blast piss out of my two dicks against this back alley <laughs> wall real quick. Um, but, like, Dr. Crusher is trying to put on, uh, like, a rehearsal for a play that she wrote, and... Uh, oh, it's called, like, A Sunny Day... It's called Something, something. for Breakfast. Yeah, Something something for Breakfast. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, it's, it's going about as well as any community theater rehearsal I've ever seen goes. Just to say, it is everybody, going very well. Everybody looks so mad. Everyone looks Kevin, so yeah. upset and mad. Riker is like, over it. Yeah. It's like, I fucking hate every second of this. Yeah, R- Riker, Riker starts rehearsing, but he reads Ode to Spot instead, which is a great callback. Yeah, yeah he's super cool. <laughs> um, and she's—he does the fucking like stereotypical actor thing where he like throws his arm up in the air before he starts talking. Yeah, he's like holding up like the scene with his arm, like I'm acting. I can just, I'm doing it right now. You can yeah. probably see me doing. Everyone it. Everyone sees us all doing it. All three we're of us all, are doing. Oh, it. <laughs> we're on a podcast. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> But it's every time I talk on this show, I do, I'm talking with my hand. This is a podcast. We're like actor bot four thousand. Uh, 
uh, Crusher takes the pad. She's like, well, what the fuck? This isn't my script. And he's like, no, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Um, Crusher takes it to Jory and is like, what the fuck is up with this? And he's like, no, nah, it seems fine. <laughs> seems like it's a better play, I guess. <laughs> Jordy's like, I didn't read your original play because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I, I threw up halfway through, but this is way better. <laughs> I vomited all over my pad. It's broken, so. This is, but this I didn't vomit, so it's better. This is, <laughs> this is a very uh, Gates McFadden type of thing that I'm sure was added to this, this like, whole show as, like, her request. I've seen huh. her talk live, and she doesn't give a fuck about Star Trek or acting yeah. on TV or anything. She's yeah. like, I'm a stage actress. I'm a dancer, right. and I'm a musicals person. And every chance I ever got, I forced it into the show. <laughs> Does Gates McFadden know how much easier television is than all? <laughs> Gates McFadden didn't even have to like go into makeup. Like, they, she just showed up looking like hot as hell, beautiful as fuck. Right? And they were like, just go on the screen. Yeah, and they, they didn't have to put, like, like Michael Dorn is, like, in a fucking trailer for eight hours getting makeup put on, and Gates McFadden rolls out of bed looking like a fucking, like, like model. Like, what? Like, what? what? She, <laughs> what you... she, like, she, she would answer questions about Star Trek at the convention, but she was, like, immediately pivot them into when she was, like, an acting teacher at a college yeah, instead. yeah. Boring. Which was very funny because the people who were listening would like lose interest when she would pivot, but she didn't give yeah. a fuck, and it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, I'd have a hard time like just not pretending I was the doctor. I'd go to conventions and be like, "No, I really am a doctor from space." Oh, you'd be like, you'd be like the Robert Picardo type of guy yeah. where you would just yeah, dress I'd, as the doctor all the time. <laughs> I would just be the. I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> It's it was real. The show actually happened. Like all these yeah. actors are just pretending because they look kind of like the people. But yeah, we were we were told to pretend, but it's actually real. Uh, back in <laughs> the holodeck, Deadwood, uh, Alexander is coming back from the bank with I guess five hundred fucking dollars in a sack. They put it in a money sack because it's the Wild West. Yeah, it's got a big dollar sign on it just in case bandits rob it. You know what's happening? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he gets kidnapped by uh, the Mexican stereotype yep. from earlier in the episode. Yep. Hot dog bandolier. Hot dog bandolier. Hot dog bandolier. <laughs> and they take him to a mine shaft, and um, he they take the gag off of him, and he's like, "I wasn't supposed to be kidnapped yet." Yeah, like he's like played the game before he knows. <laughs> Which is, and he tries to freeze. It, that, I'll go ahead. It's, have, have you, it's such like a fucking Mokuba from Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge thing, where he's like, I'm being kidnapped again. You guys haven't seen it, but it's, <laughs> I, I, did, I had to make a reference for me. <laughs> That's fine. There are people listening to this who were like, fuck yeah, yeah Kevin referenced yeah. the thing I like. Yeah, someone's yeah. going to be like, That's a really funny thing that you referenced. And I'm going to be like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably Kevin, get a tweet. I think it's really funny. You'll probably get a yeah. tweet from somebody who's like, Kevin, I fucking saw that great joke. Good job. Okay. If, you, if you understood Kevin's reference, tell him you understood okay, but it. Don't just tweet don't at just him. Don't just lie and say you understood it because. Yeah, you have to be telling yeah. the truth. Kevin will know. Yeah. Kevin always knows when you're lying. <laughs> He'll know if you're lying. 
Like Santa Claus. For a reference for for a reference for me, he's like the lying cat from Saga, the comic. For a reference for me, it's like the time in a fistful of data is when Alexander gets kidnapped and he's like, I'm not supposed to be kidnapped yet. There we go. Like now we're all on the same page. I, I just have to, that might be a little too on the I nose. I have to go a, another meta level deeper, which is I interrupted you to do a reference to a thing that I was not prepared to reference, and then I kind of stumbled over it and became self referential with it. <laughs> you just weren't you weren't ready to like expound yeah, on that. Because I've been in quarantine for seven weeks or whatever. <laughs> Like, my brain doesn't. I don't know how to yeah. interact with human beings anymore. It's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. Talking to people is like a, uh, it's like a mystery I'm to sorry, me. I'm sorry to bring everyone Alexander- out of it if you if you like go here for like thinking not thinking about the quarantine. But I'm just my brain doesn't work so good right now. <laughs> no, none of us none of us are functioning at our peak performance. <laughs> the internet's not functioning at its peak performance. No, so. I mean we we are listening through static to each other right now. Yeah. Things are not we going how well, we all plan yeah. it. You might as we might as well bust out like the first telephone and talk to each other over that. <laughs> so they try to freeze. He tries to freeze the holodeck program, but it doesn't work. And he even tries twice, and nothing even happens. Did he try uh, uh, restarting the router? <laughs> a mysterious man walks around the corner, and it looks like Data. Oh, it's fucking Data with a mustache. He's data. doing. He is doing 100% a Lee Van Cleef impression yeah, like yeah, from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and it's so yeah. good. He's really good at it. <laughs> yeah, he does a good he does a good like Lee Van Cleef, but then he's also in like a second from now he's like the son and the yeah, son is like the worst. The son is not a good character. He's not doing his best job as his character. Not very. Yeah. Not a lot. Also, he has fake hair like uh, attached to his arms. Did anybody else oh, notice this? No. What? No. Is are you sure it's on his real arm? He's really hairy. It could be his real arm hair, but it is so fucking gross looking because it's like yeah, he's got he's got really really thick arm hair. It's like as thick as the hair on his head. It's fucking crazy. He's like one of those like like those like wolf children. <laughs> Maybe. Do you know about- the, the, like there's like kids who are born with that like alopecia, but like hair grows all over their body or whatever. Yeah. A dog face uh, boy. This is dog face dog boy. Face yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. This is reminding me yeah, of <laughs> when I was in high school. I got invited to join uh, Shaolin Do, uh, like a uh, basically a karate ripoff class, and their whole you story. Know kung fu. I did not go to it because it was a scam. Their whole story was that Shaolin Do uh, was founded by a dog-faced boy in Tibet, and it was just a photo of the like 1950s dog-faced boy, but with a like a karate gi like photoshopped oh, on top yeah. of it. So you didn't learn dog karate? I did not learn dog face karate. Wait, isn't that the plot to Spooky Squad? Uh, kind of. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. The original plot was he played soccer. It was like an Air Bud movie. <laughs> That's pretty fucking hilarious, actually. Yeah, and he was, like, really good at soccer. Like, bend it like Beckham, but he was a Bigfoot. <laughs> that was the original plot to Spooky Squad. That's that. pretty fucking good, man. <laughs> but then they were like, let's make it karate, and I was like, that's probably better. Karate's cool, though. <laughs> it, is, it is good. I, I really love your character in it. <laughs> what like, am I? You're in the glasses, you, you're, child. You're, yeah, you're one of the kids, and like you, oh, keep, yeah. you, you're obviously not really paying much attention to what everyone else is saying. You're just saying other shit. 
Yeah, and I find that that's very my funny. Whole life. That's my entire life. <laughs> also, you that's don't have I'm a beard gonna... in that one. Very strange. I shaved it. It would it have been horrible. even. It would have been even funnier if you still had the beard. And you I should have kept to be a it. Child. It, w- it would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been funnier. If... Yeah. Um, it's like a anyway. cartoon. <laughs> anyway, um, his it's like Frank Hollander. He's Eli's dad. Frank is not a scary name. Everyone keeps calling him Frank, and that's not a, that's not scary. Yeah, Frank's not scary. You got to go with like, I don't know, like something. I, what's Victor? a scary Western name? <laughs> Victor Freddy. Uh, the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Hollander. That'd be that'd be so scary. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre Hollander. Yeah, there you go. That's way scarier. <laughs> uh back in the real world, Data's cat Spot. This is like the eighth cat to play Spot, I guess. Yeah, Spot changes body type like yeah. fucking every episode. They don't even it's bring in the cat. same cat. It's like no, sometimes it he's not even orange. <laughs> it probably can't be, right? Because like, someone probably died. And then also like, oh. how would you get that cat back? Like, hey, guy who owns Spot, can we have your cat again? He's probably like, no. He's filming hey. a Friskies commercial. Uh, That's probably true. Th- this is a good cat, though. This one's a cutie. And you can kind of see where is. Data is concealing the boiled chicken that he's tempting the cat with in every shot. Because the cat's like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the hand. I want that chicken. <laughs> the cat wants the chicky for sure. It does not want the food that, Spot- that Data is actually trying to give it. That's Feline supplement 137 or whatever. Yeah. And Data keeps putting Spot back on the floor over and over. And he's like, Spot, please get down. Spot, you cannot be here. And he's like, Mammoose, you little varmint. Yeah. He's, and he yeah. goes back to work. Yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid. It's so, it's so, it's dumb. so dumb. It's the dumbest line. There, there are scenes later that Riker is in while he's doing this voice, and you can tell Jonathan yeah. Franks is like, God, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Franks is like, I do not if, want to be in this episode. If this was if this was like Space Kings, Data would have that voice for the rest of the series. Like Oh yeah, the whole time. Yeah. He would get it would be like his emotion chip, but it would be like his voice chip, and it would just have gotten stuck on like Wild West. And everyone would be like, I didn't catch the last few episodes. Why is Data like a, a southern bell now and it's like <laughs> fucking you gotta wow. catch up dude you're missing out we'll think I'll continue data went like- to deadwood <laughs> uh, and in the holodeck Worf uh, goes searching for his deputy because he hasn't come back yet and it's also his son I guess he cares about that too yeah. and uh, Miss Annie is real fucking mad and she's like, what do you want to drink? And he's like, I'll have some Klingon fire wine. And she laughs in his fucking face. <laughs> this isn't Kansas City. <laughs> we don't have any of that European stuff. Yeah. And she's like, maybe they got that over at the whorehouse. Maybe you should go drink there. And then also fuck a pussy that isn't mine. And she she goes, huh, and goes away. <laughs> um, Showed him. Worf, uh, looks around towards the entrance and the uh, like data hollander walks in and uh Worf is like commander data he's, he's like, like nah who? 
The name's Frank Hollander. You got my boy. <laughs> the name's Freddy Jason Jeepers Creepers Hollander. <laughs> the name's Murder Fucker Hollander. And, and at that, two pea spots appear on Worf's pants. <laughs> Down both legs. <laughs> it's, and it just keeps both right going. Like it comes out of the bottom of the pant leg, and it just keeps going the whole scene. It never it's stops. Like, <laughs> it flows like a river. It's just everybody like keeps looking down at brook. it, and Worf is like, "I have had a lot to drink today. <laughs> Too much prune juice." And the actors start like. They're, they drop character. I'm like, oh my god, is that that's real? That's real. He has two dicks. Ma- Michael, are you okay? What's happening? <laughs> I have two dicks now. I had one surgically attached for the role. I am very method. And they're like, why? Klingons don't have two dicks until like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank Hollander wants his son back, and Worf is like, you can go get stuffed, old man. Yeah. And uh, Worf's like, where's my deputy? And Frank Hollander's like, oh, maybe we'll have a, sh- a swaparoo. <laughs> the old switcheroo. And, Prisoner exchange. Uh, Worf tries to freeze the holodeck again, but uh, Frank Hollander like grabs him by the shoulder, and Worf's like, oh, 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 ow. <laughs> my shoulder. Oh. Data's like, fucking robot strong shit. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, everybody draws their fucking weapons on Worf, and he just runs and leaps out the door. (laughs) I I have a question on the whole data strength thing. Sure. Uh Um, Aren't these holograms that look like data? Don't they only have... Yeah, they they have the same strength he does. But they're like data holograms. But... Kind of like when Data makes Moriarty, like he gives the the holodeck program his intellect, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. It's like once you put Data into the hologram, it like fucks everything. But up. how does this? Okay, I, I I guess Data just overwrites anything. So I was gonna say, is this yeah, he's, level four Data strength? Like, how does the difficulty level interface with the Data? Strength oh thing? well, Worf says Data's that, probably like level ten. What? True. Worf says that the uh, safety restraints are off. Yeah, does he get shot yet? Does yeah, he, get he gets shot, shot when he ba- when he jumps through the saloon doors. He doesn't even fucking notice. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even care. Because, like, a bullet. Like, what does a Klingon care about a bullet? Yeah, right? exactly. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> Tro- Troy is like, oh, my God, Worf, you've been shot. And he kind of looks at it and goes, uh, anyway. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, anyway. <laughs> and uh, Troy, like, takes her bandana off and, like, ties it around his arm. Delicately. It's, like, the most yeah. delicately tying it onto the arm. And uh, <clears throat> Eli Hollander is in the jail cell, and he's like, "He he he!" Rafty up something good there, Mister War. <laughs> he he he! And uh, <laughs> just blowing a jug and, and slapping a washboard. Lisa, or whatever. keep playing. <laughs> he uh, he also looks like Data at this point, and the guy who was playing him before—if you thought he was a bad actor. <laughs> Just wait until Brent Spiner starts playing this fucking role. <laughs> Brent Spiner is hamming it fucking he really is. hard. He's like, I have to play two characters that have real personalities and are real characters. I'm going to play one that isn't. Yep. They threw Brent a bone, right? Because he always like didn't like playing Data after a while. He wanted to be like different things. Which is why like lore exists, right? Yeah. So he could be like Data, but like 
mean data. <laughs> Everybody loves mean data. Yeah, mean data. I yeah. will say, Eli, uh, as like a weird, shitty cartoon, makes sense because this was a program written by Alexander. So it's true. Yeah, and Barkley, who like, what does he fucking know about anything? I don't know where the weird Mexican racism comes from, but uh, that I'll I'll chalk that up to Barkley too. Like Barkley's like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Alexander grew up in Russia with two white ass parents. Like, yeah, his his grandparents probably were like slightly racist toward <laughs> Wild West Mexican people. I don't know. They were I like, guess they Alexander were like, hasn't met them yet at this point, has he? Because Worf oh, hasn't no. dumped them on him. Yeah, wait, maybe. Maybe maybe he had, I don't know, are we at the point where they, they bring him back and they're like, we can't deal with him Maybe. <laughs> it's I'm, it's probably Barkley. I mean, fucking Alexander is like the Ralph Wiggum of Star Trek. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to deal with him. Yeah, we don't get no like, wonder I'm he, learning. We don't get like Latino members of Starfleet until... This, uh, this Belana Tro- Belana Torres. Torres. Okay. Um, there's there's the girl who spills her hot chocolate on Picard. She's yeah, the, the girl who's played by... Uh, Three boobs. Uh, n- no. Yes. Three boobs from, from uh, Total Recall. Yeah, her. Um, she's... And there's the girl who falls in love with uh, Wesley, improbably, is oh, yeah, also yeah. Latina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, improbably. The most unbelievable thing to yeah. ever happen in Star Trek. <laughs> Um, Nobody. But yeah, you don't get a major character until Torres, and yeah. they do play up the fact that she's Klingon a lot more. Yeah, um, she's more Klingon. Um, uh, Worf tries to get information from Eli, telling where the fuck Alexander is. Where's my son? He says. He roughs so, him up. He bad cops him. So apparently, the holodeck knows that the deputy is also his son. Okay. Maybe that's like the story. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that's what. Alexander wrote it as like my my daddy's gonna help me. <laughs> my daddy's the sheriff, which is really sad because like he in the in his make believe land he makes his dad love him, and in the Aww. real world he doesn't love him. Oh no, <laughs> that hurts me so bad. It's really fucking sad. I didn't know I was gonna fucking feel such a kinship with Alexander, but here we are. It kind of makes sense that Alexander's kind of a like shitty because like his like no one cares about him so he's like yeah. fuck it whatever everyone keeps dumping him off on somebody yeah. else his whole life which is why like Lawaxana I think loves him because she's like recognizes that he's kind of just like forgotten about yeah right? he, he needs someone to love him yeah yeah he needs a hug get, fucking hug that kid yeah oh he's sleeping on a bed at the end of the episode that has no blanket no covers <laughs> no Klingons. real pillow that's Russian Klingons, Klingons dude <laughs> yeah you're lucky he's not sleeping on rocks dude it's true. I watched uh, Reunification Part One and Two the other day because yeah. I wanted to see Mr. Spork. Mr. Spork. And uh, they they just sleep on a rock in the yeah, ship, they sleep on, like just a fucking like bed, but it's not a bed. It's, it's just, just a like shelf slab. in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't get blankets. Fuck that. No. Uh, at least he was sleeping on something soft. <laughs> But um, the idea that Troy comes up with that is that if they play the game through to the end, it will automatically terminate like it's designed to, regardless right, of off. the safeguards yeah. being turned off. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sucks, because like, in a game, like in a real video game, you can walk around in the game after you're done a lot of the time. Yeah, right? I guess this was the early 90s, so you probably oh, could not. So it's like <laughs> Nintendo, so you, yeah, yeah. you can't. 
Or it could be like Pac-Man, where like there's a stack overflow or whatever. It you go into the glitches and it, yeah, bugs. Go into the negative levels. Could you, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine you're playing fucking like Red Dead Redemption Two on your fucking PS4 or whatever, and a little thing comes up and it's like, oh, it's been glitched out. You have to finish the whole game yeah, the before whole it'll game. turn off. And your controller glues itself to your hands, and you're like, I guess I'm. Oh shit. <laughs> This sounds awful. How do I poop? How do I poop? <laughs> You're describing the life of a streamer. This is exactly what streaming is like. When can I stop? When can I stop playing games in front of people? Uh, back back on the Enterprise, Picard, Riker, Jordy, and Data are trying to talk about how they're going to fix the uh, problems that are starting to arise around the ship. They don't know Worf and Troy are trapped in a murder cowboy game yet. They don't know anything about yeah, that. Cause, yeah, I guess like they wouldn't, because like, everyone's on their day off doing whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, it makes me wonder, is like Barkley in a different holodeck like getting chased by fucking Skeletor or something? Like, we don't know. Yeah, but they're, Maybe, nah. they're Skeletors with Data's face, and they're all trying to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, they're Skeletors <laughs> with Data's face and Data's boobs? Hmm? Like, he's on top of some horror at a different time period. And yeah, an even it, nastier time period. It just period, suddenly like, turns into Data, and he's like, eh. <laughs> he's like, cool. He's like, eh. And then he does double bunga hands. Finally. You know. Bunga? <laughs> yeah, double bunga. Like, like, like uh, hang loose? Yeah, yeah, like hang, loose. Like hang loose, yeah. Yeah. Kind of uh, bunga. I like double bunga better, actually. Double bunga uh, hands. <laughs> But um, <laughs> apparently Data's programming is sort of overwriting the library computer access, and that's why everybody's getting the wrong information back. Fucking and, way to plug Data's brain into the computer. Yeah, Pegasus. you didn't even fucking test it first. You just did it. They didn't even, like, plug it into, like, an isolated computer no. on the ship to see, like, what it would do. Yeah. Plug it into the they entire were, ship. They're like, plug him in. Just fucking directly, like, fucking Ethernet cable in his brain. Just plug him, like, the fuck in. I guess they, made, I guess they made a backup, like you do when you mod a game, like, where you, like, copy the XE to a folder or whatever, because they, they're, like, yeah, reverse and put it somewhere. it or some shit. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, some, like, 90s computer term where they were like, this sounds technical. <laughs> we're deleting sounds the co- cookies and <laughs> getting into the inbox. Don't worry about it, Captain. <laughs> Uh-oh, looks like we've got mail. <laughs> oh, shit, we got a nasty gram coming in to the deep web. Um, send me your finsta. The, uh, no, send me your rinsta. You're, you gave me your finsta. <laughs> uh, Data's like, with the time limit we have, I reckon it'll take us a couple hours. And everybody's like, what the what? fuck? Did you just say reckon? Data's like, I don't think I did. Is Data cool like, and I have no sexy memory. talking now? Everyone says. <laughs> Data's going to get fully functional again pretty soon because like, he talks all cool. And they're like, get the hell out of here and fix the problem. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I hate cowboys. Cowboy Data sucks. Bring back boring Data. And Data walks out like... He, he has something shoved straight up his ass like a cowboy do. <laughs> and he spits into the corner plant. There's a, why is there a plant? Why does he have spit? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. How does he make it? How does he make spit? He's fully I functional. Mean, I, he's got to get his tongue wet for things. 
Um, oh, he eats that stuff, right? He eats that like gross gruel. Yeah, that's, like, and it gives him his, goo like for his body. Lubricant. It's like yeah. lubricant. Yeah. Uh, Picard and Riker look at each other and go, "Hobo, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Riker smiles at the end of the scene, even though I probably think he's not supposed to at this point. <laughs> I think it's a mixture of like, yeah, he's just like whatever. Jonathan Frakes, <laughs> like, I, I mean, that my was last scene only in day. this episode. Fuck it. Jonathan Frakes is like, I get tacos for dinner tonight, and that's what's getting me through the day. <laughs> he's like, I had to work one day this week. Bye. <laughs> See you guys next I'm week. I'm gonna go play giant Game Boy in my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about that on the air that he uses oh, a giant, yeah, giant fucking giant Game Boy. <laughs> Alexander's got the Game Boy 3000, <laughs> Game Gear 9000 over here. Like he's about to die in the Crucible, you know, in the big, <laughs> the big fucking stone on his chest. That's another reference. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> That's some good comedy. Um... Holy it shit, does look yeah. like that if he drops the Game Boy, it will crush his tiny body, though. It's like, true. We have all dropped the, our phones on our face when we're in bed. If yeah. he drops that thing on his face, it'll break his nose, dude. dude. It's going to land right on the corner, too. It always does. Oh, it oh, always does. Oh, oh. But he has, like, a Klingon head, so it'll break apart like that little kid Worf killed at soccer. So it'll be Rip fine. that kid. Um, this is like the only kid ever killed in on Earth in 200 years, and a fucking <laughs> Klingon child murders him. Um, at the sheriff's office, Troy is just sort of hanging out playing Gunslinger, and uh, Eli Hollander as Data starts shuffling cards at super speed. Yeah, and she's she does this great acting moment that I really love, where she's staring at him, sort of aghast, and he goes, "Can I help you?" <laughs> and she gets this look on her face, like, "Oh, this fucking piece of shit," and I love it. <laughs> Take a picture; it'll last longer. They haven't been invented yet, though. Mm, check, please. Mm, check. Did <laughs> I <Shelby>. do that? <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Um, That's Worf comes fun. back and he's <laughs> Worf comes back and he's like, everybody saw Alexander get picked up and carried away, but they didn't do shit about it because fuck that kid. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Troy's like, well, Eli Hollander over here has Data's powers, so I'm guessing Frank Hollander does too. Yeah, thank God that Troy is there to like. Tell Worf what the fuck. Worf is like useless. Worf is so fucking dumb. He's He's such an idiot. Wait, so if Eli Hollander has Data's powers, couldn't he just bend the metal bars? But he does. Does he not know he has Data's powers? He doesn't. It's he probably doesn't know that. Okay. No. Yeah, and the program probably has to run like uh like he has to stay in the jail cell. Like he's not sentient, right? He's on a loop. Like in Westworld, they're on loops. It's just playing through the the story. They didn't animate his legs. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the two the two Brent Spiners start conversing, which is always God, fun. Yeah. This is good. That could be like a, a something I say in like twenty different episodes. The two Brent yeah. Spiners start talking, and then a third Brent Spiner shows up. What? That sucks though for for Brent. Like he wanted to be like all these other characters, but like they needed Data to interact with the characters that Brent also was. So he had yeah. to do like double duty. It sucks. It's probably fun as hell, honestly. Especially acting against 
to yourself in like 1990? Fuck that. That's true. Especially like the one with uh, Dr. Noonien Sung where he's, yeah. he's the only one in the room and he's three characters. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. That has to suck. Yeah. Um, they Way do a hard. lot of people wearing the same makeup Brent Spiner wears but from behind standing there. Yeah, so at the, least he has somebody on. to talk to. Yeah. You can't just because like you can't just green screen it like now. You can just like you're in a green room and they're like, yeah. talk to yourself, right? <laughs> um, Frank asks Eli how they're treating him, and he's like, Are we roughing me up something fierce, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just as horny as that, maybe hornier. He's looking at him really weirdly, too, is the it's, thing. It's what it, yeah, he kind of is pouty. Like, he's real pouty. Yeah. Like, he wants to call him daddy almost. <laughs> ugh, ugh. And you're like, oh, this is getting a little. Like, yeah. This is getting a little porn hubby premium over here. Sticking around, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not liking that. Um, he's like, I know who the sheriff is, but who's this stranger? And he's like, I don't know, Paul, but she's mighty good with a Winchester. <laughs> he's like, look, sheriff, I'll give you one last chance to release my son, or things are going to get messy. Yeah. And Worf's like, okay. <laughs> I'll release him. And uh, we'll do an exchange. You're your kid for my deputy. He's like, meet Who's me. Who's also in, my kid. Meet me in two hours in front of the livery stables. <laughs> and uh, the lady can't come. Troy can't come. And he leaves. All right. Troy's like, uh, in every single Western story ever written, the bad guys always lie, and they always turn against the good guys. And Worf's like, but right. he, he gave me his word of honor. Nah, I'm yeah, a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst security cop ever. <laughs> I believe everyone. <laughs> and uh, not only are you going to have to get into a gunfight with this guy, but he is a data, so he's yeah. super fast, and he never misses. So Yeah, he's not going to... He's going to shoot you. He's going to kill you. Although, later, that doesn't matter. It doesn't come into play, so... <laughs> no, it, does, it doesn't. Warp just warps so hard. He warps as hard as he can. Uh, I feel like warfing would be him getting his shit rocked. <laughs> Yeah, that's Worf would get thrown through like a table or something. That's true. That's true. Like he gets thrown through tables and against walls more than yeah, any other gets, character yeah. in cinematic. He gets terminated hard. You know when the terminators are fighting each other and they just like throw each other through walls. That's like what Worf yeah. is. Well, that Worf happen. is only the Terminator that gets thrown through walls, though. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool if it turned out they were both Terminators and then they had a Terminator fight, but that isn't what happens. That would have been cool. How come Data never had a Terminator fight? I don't know. Huh. He, he and Lore never actually fight. They never grappled. I, I, yeah. It'd be too hard on, on their budget. Yes. It would be. It would be yeah, really would hard. Be. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking, though, that, like, uh, speaking of Terminator battles, mm-hmm. that, like, they really should have had a scene where Data gets his face knocked off and he's got like a Terminator face underneath it. Like West, I'm telling you, this is fucking Westworld. Yeah. This episode is Westworld, and it should have been called West Wharf. I tweeted that it last night. It is a great night. fucking. That was a good tweet. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And I was like, this is fucking Westworld, dude. Like, it's the same premise as Westworld, and it's like basically the same thing. Like a fucking robot turns into on, on like the guests, right? Like, it's great. 
I want to take a, a moment out of this episode synopses before we take another break to uh, commend whoever was in charge of wardrobe in this episode. Everybody looks fucking amazing in this episode. Yeah. The outfits are great. Like, I love Worf's... It's like a cool outfit, but it has kind of a little bit of a goofy hat, so you still get to chuckle at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not it's a perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a merry man. I mean, compared to, like, the shitty, like, Ren Fair like public theater outfits they right. wear in Cupid yeah. where they're right. all dressed as the merry men. <laughs> right. Like these Robin are amazing. Like 1930s Robin Hood. He's just like, like Errol yeah. Flynn and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's these outfits are amazing. I absolutely love them. Um uh, it's it, easier. It's easier. To make an outfit from the West look better. I oh would think. yeah. Than like a Robin yeah, Renaissance time. Yeah. yeah, it's too far. We're too far away. The hats too are still dope it. as fuck, though. Renaissance hats, love them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rock like the big poofy bard hat that they wore back then. Right now, yeah, Dude, so good. Why don't you? I can't yeah, it's find qu- one. It's quarantine time. Just change your look, dude. Just it's come true. out being a bard. Fuck <laughs> come out dressed fully as an Elizabethan bard. Like, and trip, <laughs> been trip, been trip, been trip, been trip it up and down. You're already there, dude. You're like <laughs> basically a bard. <laughs> Jeff went into quarantine. He came out a bard. I don't know. Shit, Fucking people, weird shit. Quarantine going on. changes people, man. <laughs> 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 like I'm just fucking having a normal conversation and somebody's like yeah I had to go to the store and I'm like and he faced the peril outside the world today is inside out and, and everybody's like Jeff what the fuck dude the world needs your barding I'm sorry the world needs it I the dragon's like flame corona it came across the land <laughs> you're doing so good right now <laughs> You're fucking great at this. Uh, With that, I think we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do it up, up, up. Get that do it up feeling. Do it up. Two great names in jeans do it up in style. With an exciting fall collection of denim and corduroy jeans in a rainbow of colors. Gloria Vanderbilt by Mershani and The Gap bring you the fit that stops traffic wherever you go. Fall into The Gap. Have a Gloria Vanderbilt fit at The Gap. Welcome back <laughs> to Hashtag Totally Real Giant Wiener. I'm your host, Jeff Pennington. I'm Josh. We already we already did this, but Kevin's here, so I guess we'll introduce Kevin again. I'm your guest wiener, Kevin. <laughs> we did start the episode talking about wieners too. Hmm. It's 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 like poetry; it repeats itself. It's, <laughs> hopefully, it's it'll run. work out. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is a funnier character than we've had before. Hopefully, it'll work out. Um, <laughs> Riker goes down to see if Jordy and Data have figured their shit out yet, and Data is literally just talking in Wild West lingo at this point. Yeah, he's full-blown Western. He's, don't you worry, your 
pretty little head one bit, Riker. We'll get this shit sorted out faster than a polecat up a hedge maze. <laughs> Should have stayed that way for at least five episodes, I'm telling you. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. If this, yeah, if this, like you said, if this was the Space King Star Trek, yeah. he would have had it for it. Until somebody decided they didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so forever. So forever, probably, yeah. Uh, basically, they're doing like a memory purge to try to get rid of Data's West-ass programming from the computer and Data. <laughs> Just reset his date to yesterday before he knew about the Western, like you do with a computer. <laughs> It'll fix the problem in time for supper. <laughs> supper, <laughs> Supper? Who the fuck says supper? Wild West people, dude. Wild West. Back at the sheriff's office in the real world, question mark. Uh, <laughs> Wait, now I'm super confused. <laughs> Worf and Troy are trying to figure out a game plan for dealing with uh, Data Hollander. And uh, Miss Annie shows up. And she's like, why do I keep risking my life for you, you handsome armadillo? <laughs> And, uh, you could be my handsome armadillo. <laughs> uh oh, she doesn't even know he has two wieners yet. Shit's gonna go nuts later. She's yeah, it's uh, gonna be like fucking Christmas morning. Uh, but it's got parts. I from- say that because I got two dildos on Christmas. Yeah, ones. we all oh, get sweet. it. We all unwrapped our two dildos on Christmas morning. It was it was. We were all like N sixty four kid. Look <laughs> with our two dildos. <laughs> Look, I grew up in a poor household. I unwrapped my one rabbit. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> you got a rabbit? Oh. Um, wow. Uh, it's like a toolbox that has tele- like parts from a telegraph machine in it. Oh, that's and, right. And uh, Worf uses it to with his comm badge to create a force field generator. I yeah. absolutely fucking love this moment because there's, there aren't that many moments throughout the series, unless you're paying close attention to Worf, where he proves he's not just some dumb fucking yeah. muscle idiot. He is a, like chief tactical officer on a starship there's a great line in enterprise when they go into the future with uh, daniels and they have to make a communication device that travels through time Mm -hmm. and and uh uh, archer is like how the fuck do you know how to do this and he's like where i'm from every school child has like phase discriminators in their school desks he's like the shit is just like easy shit like we just learn how to do this shit and it's like such a great like Star Trek. I like, mean, it's true. I mean, think about yeah. the shit that like students in an engineering right. school could do today compared yeah. to like the past. Right. Like they're doing like calculus like just instantly. Like you know, like before you had to like write down the calculus. Now it's like oh, it just happens for me. Here's here's a uh, a testament to Worf's capabilities as a tactical officer. This is, as far as I remember anyway, the first personal force field ever created. Whoa. Yeah. In, in, the, in, the, in the canon. Yeah. Of the show, yeah. And Worf creates it using a comm badge and parts from a fucking telegraph machine. <laughs> why, why aren't the military just like making these in, in SEO you have one all the time yeah and a lot of the video games you have them because have otherwise them, you get yeah. shot once and you die <laughs> yeah you would be dead yeah. you need a shield yeah um but like outside near the livery stable I guess uh Worf and Data Hollander start walking or not uh, Eli Hollander this is confusing they're all data yeah they're all everything's data son data like Sun, Data. Sun Goku's brother, Sun Data, Sun Data. walks. 
they walk out of the sheriff's office and down the street, Frank Hollander walks out with uh, little Alexander, who's like, I'm still in this episode! <laughs> and, <laughs> and Worf's like, God damn it, he's alive still. <laughs> and uh, Frank Hollander does this cool-ass Lee Van Cleef-ass move where he just pulls out a cigarette a cigar and lights it while everybody's waiting for him to say something or do something. Yeah, it's that classic westerny like uh I was watching Once Upon a Time in the West the other day and there's so many amazing moments like that where they just stand there and then they like go back and forth with each other and it's so clever and you're like, "Oh, the West is so cool, but it never happened like <laughs> yeah, this. The West would be cool if it really happened. <laughs> These people were actually morons. <laughs> they were super uneducated and just yeah. shot people indiscriminately. Most of them probably didn't know how to read. If you stepped on a stick wrong, you'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he sort of just pushes Alexander forward. Uh, Worf at least gives Eli son data a little bit of like honor about it. He just nods at him and lets him go. Lets him walk, yeah. And a bunch of people start peeking out of doors like, <laughs> yeah, the Wild West, the Wild West peak. Um. <laughs> Sun Data passes Alexander and he gives him this like 100% lore look where he's just like (laughs) like sneers at him yeah it's so great um but then Daddy Data I don't like that but uh Daddy Data (laughs) Big Daddy call him Big Daddy Big Daddy Data is like get down and he pulls his gun out and he fires all of his bullets but Worf has six bullets has his force field on so it's like bing 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 and uh every one of all of his like gang members start pulling their guns out but troy comes out and she's like drop your weapons reach for the sky yeah there's a snake in my boots durango's here (laughs) uh, it's that durango The uh, hot dog bandolier uh, throws a gun. He's like, Senor Frank. And he throws a gun. Senor hot dog. I mean, Senor. And he catches it in slow motion, and Worf draws his gun and fires it, and it knocks the gun out of Data Hollander's hand. Shoots the gun. Even though yeah. Data has super speed and strength and agility and all that other shit. Yeah, I guess he's banking on the fact that the program was written for the good guys to win. It's true. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I kind of would assume that that would be the way it was. I'd could, be like, oh, well, it's written so we win, right? Could you imagine if, like, Data Hollander grabs a gun, he catches it, and he shoots and fucking kills Worf? Like, the program yeah. would be like, oh, God, what did I do? Oh, no. It would just, it would just <laughs> go on. Like, it would probably be, like, error. It would probably fucking freeze itself and... Why don't they just, like, logic problem this? Why don't they just ask it to divide by zero? Captain Kirk would have fucking logic problemed his way out of it. My theory is is that the holodeck, uh, uh, it respects the law of the conservation of ninjutsu, where if you're fighting one ninja, you're (laughs) fucked, but if you're fighting a bunch of ninjas, you're going to win. Right. Work for cowboys? Yeah, Yeah. well, it works for datas in this scenario. Oh, okay. Because there's so many datas. It's like, yeah. His ninjutsu is spread off, is spread across all of them, and he can't he can't concentrate oh, okay. any one data. <laughs> That's actually fucking genius. Um, Frank Hollander's like, I know when I've been beaten. Shoot me, sheriff. 
and Worf is like, like fuck today. yeah! And he cocks the gun and points it, but then he sees Alexander looking at him, which is actually a shot from that old western Shane. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. Uh, which sucks, and I don't like it, but every yeah. fucking western lover loves it. Here's yeah, the thing about westerns. boomer western lover, yeah, I know. Here's the thing about westerns. I love spaghetti westerns yes, and more modern westerns, and that's yes. it. Modern westerns are pretty good. Uh, uh, spaghetti westerns, old westerns are fucking from dope. The, like, yeah, spaghetti westerns are amazing. Did you ever see uh, Red Sun? No, I haven't it's, seen it. It's uh, a spaghetti western, and I think it's the character from Once Upon a Time in the West, uh, Charles Bronson's character. Oh, cool. With a samurai from Japan. Really? In the West. Yo. Yeah. It's, it's it sounds awesome. dope. It's fucking amazing. Uh, have you ever seen the original Django, the one that like Django Unchained is like kind yeah, of a yeah. parody of? Yeah. The original Django is so fucking cool. Yeah. Also, I Django know. Unchained is really good, too. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, the only classic Western I like is High Noon, and High that literally good. got the director and a bunch of the stars blacklisted as being communists, so... Yeah. Damn, that was awesome. That's back in the day when you could do that. <laughs> fucking, that movie is so good. Like, I've never yeah, felt fun. tension like that in a movie before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> we always devolve quickly into yes. why spaghetti westerns are amazing. Like, uh, also, the other day, a friend of mine, I said spaghetti westerns to them, and they were like, oh yeah, like, I love the, I love those, but a lot of the older ones are really racist. And I was like, well, spaghetti westerns are Italian westerns. Yeah. And he was like, oh shit, my brain! Yeah, because so, they shot him in Italia. Yeah. That's why they're, they're like 60s and westerns. 70s westerns that were shot in Italy. Do you a- see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have not. It's kind of about like that period of time and spaghetti westerns, so- sort of. It's got, it's a kind part, of neat, it's got parts like that. Because like the actor who, like Leonardo DiCaprio, is an actor who's like a fake actor, not a real guy, and he's like a western actor in the 60s. He's kind of like washed up. But then at some point he goes to Italy to shoot spaghetti westerns. That's I've, it. I've heard it's a really good movie. I've only yeah, ever seen good. the scene where Bruce Lee, for some reason, picks a fight with him. Yeah, that's great. And he throws he throws him into the car. Yeah, <laughs> into the fucking uh, Green Hornet car. <laughs> the uh, like, I I couldn't imagine a like an actor or stuntman from that time being able to fight Bruce Lee. It's a good I, scene, though. I think it's, like, a setup to, like, how badass Brad Pitt is, yeah. right? Because, like, he fucking fights Bruce Lee. Like like you said, like, who the fuck would do that? Nobody. <laughs> They'd uh, fucking die. He was crazy. Bruce Lee was fucking crazy. Br- Bruce Lee was the, was the most centered guy around. He wouldn't have picked a fight. But, man, if you picked a fight with him, he would have kicked yeah, your chest he in. Just, he would just, like, kill you. Like, he just five-fingered death punch you. Um. Anyway, uh... Like, because Alexander is looking at him and he doesn't want to just murder a man in front of his son, I guess. Uh, he says, Get out of town and I never want to see your faces here again. Because I'm yeah. never going to play this holodeck program ever again. <laughs> and they're excited because the game's going to end, right? And they run into the saloon, but the game doesn't end. Right. We get a little uh, early 90s. I'm not gay going on. You get here. a little a case of the not gays. Case of the not gays. Um, yep. Data comes out dressed as Annie, 
Yeah. And he's like, oh, my hero. And Worf's like, in program, in program, in program. program. I don't want to have sex with Data. I'm super not gay. And um, <laughs> Data's a boy robot. <laughs> <laughs> and like it, Data Annie puts it puts his head on Worf's shoulder and Worf's yeah. like, oh, oh, oh. Cooties. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just like like giving him a hug, basically. Yeah. And Worf's like, I hate, like he hates it. It's like, dude, calm the fuck down, and dude. The holodeck yeah, shuts it. down, and he gives this cartoonish sigh of relief, like, oh, whoo, I'm not gay. I didn't know. Thank God, I almost liked wieners there for a second. <laughs> and he's only got one of them, so what am I gonna do with that? Um... <laughs> I mean, if I were to like wieners, I would definitely need two wieners. Maybe more. If, if it maybe maybe like a dozen wieners, but I'm but not, I'm not so. for sure. But if I was, well, definitely like a not. dozen, easy, just in all my holes. Easy, yeah, um, just every hole, every Klingon hole. Whoa, got a lot of them. Whoa. <laughs> uh, we also have two buttholes. Cool. They have to, right, for double pooping. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, they will in the next season of wait, Discovery. Does, does that imply a third butt cheek in the middle? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> cheek redundancy. Back in, uh, just in case one cheek gets harmed, they have the yeah. extra cheek. <laughs> they have another cheek. Um, yeah. Back in worse quarters in the real world? Question mark. Uh, Alexander is, like I said, sleeping on a shelf with no covers, <laughs> no nothing. Yep. Uh, even the child actor is like, how do I, how do I lay on this? What do like, I? Yeah. How do, like, <laughs> this is not comfortable. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's like in cartoons when like the sheets are too hard to draw, so they're just like this character's on top. Of the bed. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not in the, they're not in the bed. Yeah, they're on it. Uh, uh, a nightmare. <laughs> uh, you're telling me, uh, Alexander is actually awake and he's because he's a shitty kid and he's like, Father, I guess you're not gonna want to go back to the old west with me, huh? Worf says, if Deadwood's in danger, they'll need a sheriff. And a deputy. <laughs> and the, his his child smiles for the first and last time in his life. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Worf goes back to his room and he finds the hat sitting on the chair and he puts it on he his head and starts on. quick drawing into the mirror. It's cool. And then he it's smiles so... like a horrifying Klingon smile. <laughs> I love that like ridiculous Klingon smile. Yeah. And then... As the final shot of the episode, as is necessary in any cowboy series, they ride off into the sunset over the edge of a planet. Yep. Yep. With a little, yep. with, a, with the Star Trek theme westerned up just a little bit. A yeah. Little bit. And then there's d- like a, a whip crack and like a horses for some reason. Like like the Enterprise is <laughs> run on horses now. Uh, uh, they threw horses into the engine room. Originally, I got a fun fact for you. Oh, originally yes. the uh, title of this episode was "The Good, the Bad, and the Klingon." That's pretty. That's pretty okay. It's not as as good as West Wharf, but no, it's nowhere near as good as West Wharf. West Wharf, like they really dropped the ball on that one. Uh, apparently, the plot to this episode is an homage to the movie Rio Bravo, which I've never seen, but I've I imagine Rio Bravo. it sucks because there's no Klingons in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no samurai, no Klingons, no ninjas. Fuck Super this. sucks a dick. Why would I want to watch that? Dude, Troy should have shown up as a samurai and just been like, I really like oh, samurai. That would have been awesome. Be <laughs> that would have been super Westworldy. Holy shit. So here's here's the thing I've been talking about for ages. I've mentioned it before. I don't know, but I feel. I can't find mm-hmm. any supporting evidence for this, mm. but I feel with all of my heart that this town is the town from Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh. And they're just filming on it. I think Josh may have busted this idea. Yeah, I looked it up. And, I mean, I don't know. This, this is just a t- bunch of tweets because apparently this, um, the the set that they're on in uh, in Doctor Quinn. Yeah, the Doctor Quinn set burned down, burned to the ground, which they also used for the the show, the TV series Westworld, the new one. Huh. So that burned to the ground, and then somebody asked. Is that your question, Jeff? They asked, "Was this from this episode? Like, was that town this town?" And the guy said, "I think that the town they used in this episode of Star Trek was the lot. They just used the back lot at Universal <laughs> or Paramount Universal." Yeah, apparently there's a, a location on the back lot at Universal Studios called Western Town that they was use Doctor- for everything Western. It could, but if Dr. Quinn was CBS, was Dr. Quinn on CBS? I think so. And it they was, could have used it that was filmed lot. in a place called Western Town, but it seems like a yeah. different location owned by Universal. Well, they probably used the, the CBS lot for certain things, so it probably, probably is. It's probably both. It probably is and isn't, right? Like, the main yeah. town in Dr. Quinn probably was uh, the town that burned to the ground, and then... For other shit, they probably just used the back lot. That's true. I mean, I'm sure Dr. Quinn went to other towns sometimes. Yeah, they they weren't just doing it in one place. I mean, maybe. You'd have to ask my wife, Crystal, for that. She fucking loves that show. I've never, ever seen an episode of I've that show. I've seen all of it, and I don't retain anything. <laughs> so That's like Frasier. I've seen all of Frasier. I remember none of Frasier. You know, Crystal... I... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I I would agree with the Frasier thing. Like I definitely <laughs> yeah. watched a lot of Frasier. A lot of Frasier. Yeah. I, I remember maybe like the Wine Master song, and that's about it. I remember none of it. I <laughs> yeah. I know that Daphne and Niles fall in love at some yeah. point. I remember that. And it's for the best. Like, that show sucks. Hey, that show rules. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You don't remember <laughs> any of it. How do you know? I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I just I it never was like my thing. Yeah. Like, I was always like. It was always on like when my at the time girlfriend like loved it, I'm, so she would watch the shit. I'm out of closer it. to that. Like I don't really hate the show, but I do love seeing people get mad because I say the show sucks. <laughs> oh, dude! If you say Frasier sucks, people fucking like people kill lose. You. It's it. crazy. I got tricked Fuck once you. where like Crystal was so deep into watching Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman that this trick worked. Like I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and she texted me, and she's like, uh, "I'm doing a Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman marathon right now, and you can come hang out if you want." And I was like, "Nah, uh-huh. it's okay." And it turns <laughs> yeah. out that she was putting together a surprise party for me, and it was a plan to get me to stay out of the oh, house damn. long enough. She <laughs> fucking played you hard. She played me like a fucking you fiddle, got, dude. Dude, <laughs> you got fucking. You got programmed. She fucking programmed your ass. That's right. Holy shit. <laughs> Hopefully she programmed me into being somebody cooler. That's like 5D chess, dude. (laughs) She's like Jedi mind trick chess. She's smarter than I am by far, so it's not difficult. Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. That's really fucking funny. (laughs) 
Uh, we were joking about Alexander's giant Game Boy. It was apparently made out of five and a quarter inch floppy drive face plates from computers. <laughs> what? Computers? Why didn't... See, here's where I don't understand. Like, why didn't they just get a Game Boy and just paint it? Because then there would be a bunch of fucking, like, shitheads who were like, that's just a Game Boy. But what if it, wouldn't it be cool, though, if Nintendo still made cool Game Boys in the future? That They're would just be like, awesome. Hey, Dude. Like replicate a Game Boy. Fuck it. Dude, my my big my big ass like green brick Game Boy still works. So like they could still last yeah. into the future. There's that one in the Nintendo store in New York City that was like in the first Iraq war. And yeah, it's still, yeah, it, it got, still works. blowed the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and it works. It's it's like on still. It's Have like you crazy. seen it? Yeah, I've yeah, seen, I've seen it. it. It's yeah. so cool. It's that's um, my favorite thing in New York. <laughs> Yeah, it's the better the, than the stupid other monuments. I agree. Here, here's like a weird fucking fun fact about me. I have a Game Boy Color that I got when I was yeah. a little kid, and it's got like tape over the back of it instead of the back plate. Yeah. And the batteries that I first put in it are still yeah. in it, and it still works. You could charge those. You could charge the colors. Right, like, like you could plug, like I think they, I they came so. with rechargeable batteries. I don't mine think did. so, because these are just really? Duracell. Oh well, mine had rechargeables. I think Jeff is just a lightning elemental. <laughs> it must be, dude. Like are you it a still lightning fucking elemental? works. If you're a lightning elemental, you have to fucking tell us, dude. Yeah, you know, I don't like have to con. follow the laws of your land. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that means he might be one, or he could be some other kind of Defin- elemental. Definitely open up my lightning elemental spreadsheet and putting Jeff down as a maybe. <laughs> are you are you a gin? Are you a gin? Are you hunting lightning elementals? Oh, you have a spreadsheet. Mm. I just like to know who's what. Mm, that's not. That's that's super not great. Crazy. <laughs> Quarantine has affected us all differently. Jesus Christ. I just like to know what's what and who's who. That's all. Kevin came out of the quarantine a very different man. Uh, we can't all be bards, Jeff. We can't all be true. bards. We can't all be bards. It's very, very hard. You know. Dude, you're so good at this. Um, what? Do you guys have any final thoughts about this episode? Uh, I love this episode. I always, I always think that this episode is like earlier on in the series. Yeah, it just feels kind of earlier mm-hmm. to me. But uh, I don't know. This episode, I feel like when it first came on, people were probably like, "Oh God, fuck, this sucks." Stupid holodeck, stupid western, right? I don't you, know. You have to be a complete moron to feel that way, though. I agree, <laughs> but I feel like people were probably like. Ugh. But I, I don't know. I love it. It's it's fun. It's goofy in like all the right ways. It's great. So when I first watched uh, TNG for the first time, I followed a guide uh, that was just like, here are the episodes that matter. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I watched all those. And this uh, this wasn't one of them because nothing like plot important happens. But, nothing happens, yeah. But like, if I was putting a guide together, I would probably include this one because it's a great example of life on the ship, which is like my favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Little thing we get every couple. Yeah, you really, yeah, you really like that, and I, I, I think it would be hard for any one of us like to make a guide for Star Trek because I think for that reason, because yeah. we would be like, well, this matters because like it's this good. shows this character, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like there's different That's importances with yeah. with like watch lists is that they're always so limited. Like, I get the idea yeah. is to watch as few episodes as possible to get the gist of the series, but you're missing out 
on what makes the series so good at that it's point. It's like looking at only one artist's painting and you're yeah. like, Oh, I get it. Like, like yeah, like I'm I'm rewatching Adventure Time and everything built even though the first two seasons are like weird and experimental and they don't seem like they matter, everything comes back they do, in yeah. the later in the later seasons. Yeah. And that's like I don't know, that's like every long running series ever is like the nothing episodes, uh, sometimes they aren't nothing. Sometimes they are very good. And I think... Yeah, yeah sometimes... Yeah. yeah. Adventure Time's a really good example of, like, you think nothing matters, but yeah. then, like, eventually you're like, oh, no, like, this is, like, a fully formed artwork, right? You're like, oh, this is, like, a world that, yeah. like, all this stuff matters. Could you, I'm, I'm sure that that list that you watched didn't have the first or second appearances of lieutenant barkley in them did right. I, don't think, I don't think it did um but because those episodes aren't really like overall plot plot relevant they're like very singular and then like mm. the third episode where it is plot relevant the one with like where his brain merges with the supercomputer you would be like who the fuck is this guy what is this it, yeah it might they they might have included that. It was the Max Temkin list, um, which I think was pretty good. There were Battleship Max Potemkin. Yeah, Battleship <laughs> Max Potemkin. It's a fucking ten out of ten joke, Josh. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched the episode where the stroller goes down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely derailed your no, thoughts. <laughs> It's so good to talk to people. <laughs> I know, right? It's so weird, but so good. I'm like, my face is contorting in a weird way. Oh, it's smiling. <laughs> What's the smiling? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about these muscles. Oh, they hurt. <laughs> Ow. Uh, I think if you, almost... if you... I was going to say, I think if you made a watch list for TNG, really the only episodes you would need are the Q episodes, because that's how it starts and ends, right? Yeah. You could argue, like, just watch the Q ones. Yeah. What are the other importances? Like, none. I mean, Inner Light is amazing, but, like, it's important. Yeah, this was this was not just the important ones. This, I think, was the significant ones. And uh, this one, this, this episode didn't make the list, but I think that's... I don't know. I, I think you're right. Every single Star, Star Trek fan would have a different opinion on what's significant. And yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be very different. Yeah. People have asked us to make a watch list before, and, like, I just couldn't. Like, I don't want... I wouldn't want to. Because, yeah, it would be... I, I'm a big advocate, as you know, Jeff, of go watch the whole series, like Battlestar Galactica. Just go fucking watch it. <laughs> now, that's different, because you need to watch every episode, because it's a perfect show where every episode matters. And that's super rare. I I think the I, I think like part of the problem is that there's so much TV right now. Like there's so much to watch and consume or whatever. Yeah. That everyone's like, well, how everyone's working all the time. They're like, how do I do this the most efficiently? And it's like that's not how relaxing works. That's not the point. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the exactly exact opposite. Not. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's not the point of any of it. I understand yeah. not having time. Like I don't right. have time to watch through an entire series. I want to like get the like most important parts of the series as long as you like go back at some point and watch the rest of it. I always feel like that's that you're right, but I also then would argue like why don't you just do that first then? Like it's going to take you however long it's going to take, right? 
Like, I didn't start Longmire and go like, oh, God, well, I need to... Well, I don't know. There are no important time. episodes of Longmire. No, there are <laughs> No one starts Longmire. No, there's like, the one where Katie, Katie Sackhoff strips. That's important. That's true. There's the one where Sales plays. That's very important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. What are you saying? Sorry. Uh, I, no one starts Longmire being like, every episode is going to matter. This is going to be the most important shit. Or even right. like, this episode is going to be yeah. good. You're you're kind of there. It's like Riverdale. It's just yeah. fodder. Yeah. Yeah. I watched all of Arrow, and I couldn't tell you anything about Arrow. I right. Watched. Arrow's another good one. I watched yeah. the like, first three seasons of Arrow, and I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about that show. <laughs> does Sale play at all? It does yeah. not. No, well, doesn't it? Fucking. Does no, it? You're right. It might. It plays when, do it it in plays when Arrow threatens the the old lady at her house, right? About yeah, the, the indigenous people that she keeps sending yeah. out. Yeah. Oh god, an Arrow <laughs> Longmire crossover. I'd love to watch that and immediately forget it. <laughs> <laughs> people always oh, ask man. me, like, you guys make jokes about Longmire a lot. Should I watch it? And I'm like. Eh, Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 like I first started watching it because I had the flu, and I was like, yeah. I don't know, I got it nothing is, to do for four it is days. Junk right? food television for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's not even good junk food. It's like old stale funyuns, but you keep eating them. For whatever reason, it barely just skirts that line of being like boomer porn right it's so funny because of that though it's, it's super like, funny because there's of that. so much shit in it that's so funny yeah yeah it's, i it, feel that way about riverdale too it's so for kids now that it's like hilarious it's almost like watching a foreign film where you're like okay, yes okay there's a cultural significance here that i'm right missing. <laughs> i'm missing the, i'm missing the translation here yeah the uh isn't the drug that they're on in Riverdale called like Jingle Jangle or something? Jingle Jangle, and it's Pixie Sticks. Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing. That show is incredible. It's it's so genius. I can't even like underestimate how genius it is because like, it's fucking insane. Watch watch lists are a tool that I understand the use of, but and like I'm sure that like I would use one if I was trying to get into something that's like. Because, I mean, I wish there was a read list for One Piece, because it's 800 fucking chapters plus right, at this point. Right. I'm not going to read it all, but, like, right. Star Trek, I feel like, is easy enough to just watch, like, an episode a day, if you yeah, want to. watch one a day, two a day. Yeah. 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 I don't... I'm... I'm I don't have that personality trait where I can jump around like that. Like, in video games, like, I'm... I grind, and, like, I do it, the har- like, the hard way. So, I don't... Maybe it's, like... ADD-ish or something. I don't know what that is, but I just can't... OCD is what I'm thinking of. Maybe it's OCD. Like, I need to, like, do it. I need to have seen all of it. It's good old-fashioned work ethic, Josh. It's the... (laughs) Yes, that's me. Somebody's been watching Longmire. (laughs) Kids these days don't even grind in their RPGs, Ruby. (laughs) Ruby, my millennial son won't even grind in his JRPG. What do I do? Give me a... Give me a Lone Star. <laughs> no, what does he drink? Uh, Rainier. Uh, Rainier. 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 Yeah. Ruby. Ruby. They re-release <laughs> Final Fantasy VII and the kids <laughs> won't grind in it. <laughs> you R- can fast forward through the grinding, Ruby. Ruby, I can't beat Sephiroth, Ruby. You're going to have to show me how to beat Sephiroth. <laughs> Ruby, how'd you get the gold chocobo? <laughs> Ruby, how do I use Ultima Weapon? Ruby. 
Oh, well, give me that controller. <laughs> Here's how you use Bathomat. <laughs> if you're going to get Knights of the Round, then I'll just do it for you. You're wasting all this time and effort putting XP into Aerith, Walt. Don't you know what happens? <laughs> Walt. <laughs> oh, no, Ruby, what happens to Aerith? <laughs> <laughs> then Ferg shows up and is like, I think it's pronounced Eris. And <laughs> oh, God. Ferg. Holy Ferg. shit. <laughs> you just made the perfect character analogy. That Holy is so shit. perfect, dude. It's amazing. And everybody looks at him like that way they stare at somebody with no music for a second and they go back to what they're doing. They just nod that nod of like eye roll. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then Branch's ghost comes in and it's like, actually, in the Japanese, it would be Erisu. Oh, God. Fucking. <laughs> of course, Branch would be the one to say that shit. Branch is total otaku. He just hit it well. <laughs> Fuck. No one knows and, what uh, we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm trying Henry to has a gun for an arm? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I'm trying to remember the name of the ghost that haunts the Ferg. Oh, uh, Spookums. Oh, the, the ghost that only. Spookums. Yeah, Spookums. Yeah, <laughs> If you want to oh, hear about that, cut. go check out the Longmire episode of OGOC. That's the real ninth season of Longmire. It exists in Dude. my head. That shit went off the rails. <laughs> that is so fucking good. Uh, I think that's a good time to end since we're not talking about the show anymore. Yeah. I'm Aren't sure somebody is like, Jeff, no, please ramble more. But... Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and letting us ramble about our favorite thing and also Star Trek. (laughs) And uh, if you'd like to be a part of it, you can send us an email for our other program at mclassemail at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Kevin, Mm. where can they find you on the internet? Uh, Hi, I'm Kevin Cole. I make video games and podcasts. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at RealKevinCole. You can listen to my podcast pretend friends that i do with josh and my other friends uh you can play the video games i make uh this year i'm making one video game a month uh and you can play those at supertrystudios.com uh and if you think that those games are good and if you want me to make games still uh, after you play them uh you can go to my patreon and donate money and then i can eat food and maybe move out of my parents house one day <laughs> uh, you can find that patreon at givekevinmoney.com which is a url so i bought with patreon money that's amazing <laughs> so good that's me that's i think all of my things uh, right now, Kevin Cole, Mr. Kevin Cole, is working on a video game that I designed the characters for, and I'm doing uh, exclusive artwork for, so check that out on his Patreon. Yeah, Fuck that'll yeah. probably be out uh, by the time this thing goes up, because I oh, have shit. to finish this fucking video game. <laughs> I need to fucking finish the box art for this video game. <laughs> and I need to eat some candy. <laughs> or it might be out. I don't know when this is going up, but anyway. You should definitely Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, next Wednesday. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably. Uh, you should definitely become our patron if you support our show and you really dig it and you want us to keep making it at Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast, where you can get access to a Discord full of cool dudes, 
wallpapers, exclusive podcasts, commentary tracks, and more for as little as a dollar a month. But you can give us uh, more to get more, and we can use more to not die. (laughs) (laughs) Once we're allowed outside, we we will be needing to go eat again. (laughs) (laughs) I need to eat food now. Oh, right. Um, I I did the reverse of Kevin. I moved back into my parents' house for this whole nightmare. Oh, my God. Because uh, being alone during this, I was like, there's no way I'm going to survive. Oh, yeah. I was there's no way. I, so I like was like, can I come home? <laughs> Did you bring the cats with you and everything? Yeah, they're here. They're That's here. They're he sleeping. just left them. He just fuck them. Like, who cares? <laughs> that was fun, putting them in a box and moving them. That's always oh, fun. Oh, I don't doubt it. My cats go to sleep when you put them in their crate, like, immediately. Aww, it's really good nuts. for me. <laughs> uh, you drug them? Yeah. I'd like to thank uh, Vitizen, especially for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Vitizen underscore. Yeah, you should check out his new album. Uh, It's on Amazon, and I think you can find a link to it on Twitter. Eclectic Electric. It's really fucking good. Awesome. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you again to Kevin for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks with more M-Class goodness. So, bye-bye. Bye. Babilum. Eat, pray, live, laugh, love. Babilum. <laughs> I'm a bard now. Bye, everybody.
I'm mentally ill.